Sharing the show, Eric. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Um, I had to reset my Bluetooth again. Oh, well, that's good. All ready, all set to go. Yeah. Hey, BP. BP, do you have um, Thanksgiving off, BP? That's what I want to know. I'm hoping that he has Thanksgiving off. I do too. And I know we're going to be, of course, missing Pert tonight. That we are. I'm very sad about that, but that's okay. Yeah. Hopefully Jeremy might join us and a couple other friends. Oh my God, I can't believe it. BP, you're off tomorrow all the way until Monday? Holy crap! What the hell are you going to do with yourself? What is going on, Mary? I'm just downing my second slice of my lasagna tonight. As you know, you joined us last night. Big Sexy made two full, I don't know, pans of lasagna. You're freezing from Florida. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm freezing here in California, but it's not probably anywhere close to what it is over there. I mean, it's been getting chilly at night here. Yeah, when I say cold here in Southern California, um, I'm talking, you know, mid-60s. That's freaking cold. Yeet, uh, Mr. Unplugged. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Yes, and uh, BP, there was some lasagna left. I didn't finish the entire thing. I mean, my God, that would have been like 20 pieces of lasagna. Maybe if I didn't have to move boxes and shit today, I would have gone for all of it. But, you know. Mid-40s in Florida. Yeah, that's pretty cold. I'll, I'll take a pass on that, but I do understand that 
in the high desert, and it will get extremely cold up there, too. So, happy times are here. And your point is, I would have finished it all. You would have finished it all, BP? You would have finished two whole trays of lasagna? I mean, it is that good to where you could. Welcome to the show, Junior. I probably could too, but I would never hear the end of it from Big Sexy. After all, I'm trying to uh, lose weight, uh, according to Big Sexy. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get the show started here in just a few seconds, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I hope everybody enjoys the show, and uh, here we are. Live from, from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. It's that time. It's uh, time for another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It's uh, pre-Thanksgiving. It's uh, November 24th. 2021 and uh thanksgiving is beyond us or not beyond us it's right around the corner it's manana and um you know tomorrow uh many people around the country are looking to get together with family friends loved ones and all that good stuff and eat some freaking turkey and then uh what is it that one thing uh that you eat so much of you it makes you tired um i don't know if it's Come on. turkey that does yeah. that if or if it's something else. No, what is there's it's something in the turkey. I forget what it, they call it. it I don't it's, know if it's stuffing or the dressing or if it's like a chemical in the meat. Yeah, it's a chemical. I don't know what it is. But anyways, you know, our studies have shown that if you eat too much turkey, you're going to fall asleep early. I want to know. Yes, tryptophan. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, tryptophan yeah. makes you fall asleep, I think. And so I was curious today. I'm like, I wonder, you know, people that have Thanksgiving dinner, eat turkey and all that. I wonder what the average time of evening people fall asleep on Thanksgiving. And I wonder if at the national average, do you think it's like people fall asleep earlier than normal because of the tryptophan? Mm, there's no telling, I guess. Yeah, I know. My mind thinks of some weird ass shit all the time. But I was just thinking about that. Um, tomorrow, uh, gosh, what, what, my question to everybody is what is, uh, the one thing that you look forward to on Thanksgiving, uh, as far as the meal is concerned and later on tonight, I, I do, I will get to the whole thing. Uh, you know, if you'd like to call in and let us know what you're thankful for, uh, cause you know, it's, it's very important to be thankful for things, uh, whether it be your, right. your mother, your father, or it's something as simple as that even. Uh, you know, people that uh, don't have much to be thankful for, um, you know, we call them communists. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, Eric, what is it that you like to, what is the one food on the dinner table at Thanksgiving time that you cannot go without on Thanksgiving? Well, um, I know like every year, like I really do good to remember like bringing a pumpkin pie, which that's the a big like dessert item this year I'm doing the pumpkin pie again and I'm also doing an Edwards cream cheese blackberry filled pie um 
that, that you get in the frozen food section. And I also decided to contribute for the hot meal, a green bean casserole. Oh, I'd love a good green bean casserole. Oh, so good. I mean, but uh, Shell's, um, if she joins us, um, uh, she's got a good like green bean casserole recipe. And I think she's already mentioned it this week that instead of using cream of mushroom soup, she prefers to use cream of cheddar cheese soup to, to the point there's no leftovers. And especially if you've got kids who are picky eaters. Cream of cheddar. That, that sounds interesting. I would take that. And, uh, and hey, I think it, we might just give Big Sexy an idea next time he goes to the grocery store to cook up a green bean casserole. Oh, boy. He, be, he spends enough money as it is. We don't need to tell him to buy more shit. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, better, my better than sex cake. What, what the hell is he talking about? Oh, you, you do you bake a cake and it's better than uh, sex? Is that what BP is trying to say? I'm trying to understand that comment. I don't know. I know. Anyways, and Chris, uh, Chris Unplugged apparently likes something frozen. I don't know. Oh, that's what it's called. My better than sex cake. I've never heard of that. What 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 is in the my better than sex cake? I'd be very interested in knowing that. Right. It better be a whole lot of goodness, like some chocolate, some peanut butter. Um, something like that. Then, then I could see it being maybe possibly better than sex. What about cranberries? How does everybody feel about the cranberries on Thanksgiving? I'm not picky when it comes to cranberries. Like, I mean, I'm used to get, getting like the canned cranberries, but but you might have some people who prefer, um, you know, making their own like cranberry sauce from scratch. Hmm. Yeah, I've had I've had scratch uh, made cranberries. I, I I don't mind the canned version either. But some people out there, they, they just, they're like, oh, my God, I can't stand the cranberries. So I was just curious if anybody, like, has a total distaste for them or not. And uh, apparently the better than sex, my uh, better than sex cake, it involves a yellow cake vanilla pudding, crushed pineapple whipped topping, and shaved oh, wow. chocolate. Oh, that sounds so Oh, my. Mm, yeah. I could go for some of that, BB. Are you, uh, you have enough to send to us? We'll like, we'll trade a piece of lasagna for one of those. Yeah. I'm down for that. Mm hmm. Hopefully, it would uh, survive the uh, transportation. But, anyways, oh, yeah. I don't know. We're a big, sexy night. We might go, uh, you know, we'll probably go see a little bit of family tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully, everyone has uh-huh. the day off. Uh, like BP, which, you know, congratulations for actually uh, begging and getting a day off, BP. I'm very excited. <laughs> for once in, for the first time in over a year and a half, BP has more than one day off in a row. I can't believe it. So get that man a, get that man a raise. Unbelievable. Anyways, um, I know a few things have happened today. Uh, I, I'm not well-versed in them, but we're going to go ahead and take a look. And we'll also open up the mailbox. And a little bit later on in the show, or whenever someone wants to, you're more than welcome to call in and you know, let us know what you might be thankful for tomorrow and uh, what your plans might be. Uh, you know, Inspiring minds want to know. And uh, we'll go through that. One of the uh, biggest things, uh, before I heard that there was a verdict tonight, or this afternoon, I guess, and it had to do with uh, basically the case that nobody was really talking about. And that was the uh, Aubrey. What is it? I, can, I don't even remember the name. Um, uh, Aubrey case. Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah. Ahmad, yes, Ahmad Aubrey. 
And uh, basically, all three, from what I understand, were convicted of the charges that they were sought after. Which were were they all murder charges, Eric? Um, I think you had like like felony murder, malice murder, aggravated assault, and, and other charges. Yeah, so they all uh, were found guilty. But one of the things, and, and like I said, I don't know much about the case, I, and I'm not well versed in it, so I'm not going to really comment about it. Uh, a little uh, scratchy there, Eric. But anyways, um, I don't have any comments as far as whether, you know, the, with the jury coming back and issuing a guilty verdict in this case. Like I said, I don't know much about it, whatever. What I do have a problem with, however, is the fucking BLM fucking thugs, the racist bastards that love to go out and riot, loot, and burn shit down. Prior to this verdict coming out, basically coming out and threatening, saying, if we don't get a guilty verdict, well, we're going right back out there and fucking, basically going to fucking tear down the neighborhoods again. Once again. And you know what? I don't, like I said, I don't know much about what happened in that uh, trial. I really don't. I don't really care. If the guy's guilty, if the three people are guilty, then by all means, fucking send them away. I have no problem with it. I don't care if they're a man, a woman, if they're black, white, yellow. If you've done something bad, if you're a fucking criminal, you're a criminal. You you do the crime, you do the time. Well, unless you're an illegal immigrant, or excuse me, an illegal alien, then you get to pass going with the collect 450,000. But that's another story and another time and another show. But... For the simple and plain fact that these pieces of crap, BLM people, are coming out and saying, oh, well, if they don't do this, then we're going to do that. A part of me, a part of me not knowing anything that happened in in the uh, trial, really wish they would go out there, especially after this Kyle Rittenhouse guy came and went through the process and shown that he is was protecting himself and that the court of law will go ahead and uphold that type of law. Because you know what? The next time these pieces of shit, a.k.a. thugs, a.k.a. BLM motherfuckers, go out there. And they try to burn down someone's livelihood. Oh, you better be listening out for the shots to be ringing, my friends. It's It's not fun and games anymore. Now that a court of law has shown that individuals in this fucking country can protect themselves and their property. I think these people need to watch out. I really do. I've, I've had enough of their hatred. They're almost, I, I consider them just as bad as the members of the KKK because they're as evil as such. They want to spark division. They want to spark racist, a racism, you know, a, they want a race war. That, that's what they want. I mean, look over the past year and a half, folks. And for them to come out and say that they want to, if, if they don't get the verdict that they want, they're going to go out and destroy their community. God, I wish they would have tried. I really do. Anyways, that's just my food for thought today. Um, anyways, that happened earlier today. Mary says, I don't understand how each had nine or eight charges for one incident. So, Mary, I, yeah, and like I said, I don't know what, what uh, charges were filed, but I do know that when someone gets charged with, thing, with, say, murder, they also charge them with lesser charges. Just in case they can't get the murder charge, at least they nail them for something. 
So for each one of them, there could have been three or four, hell, even five charges. Um, and uh, she also wants to know why Al Sharpton had to be there stirring the pot. Well, Mary, anytime something, anytime Al Sharpton can use the black community to his advantage, make some money off of it, and just you know get his name out in the media, he'll be there. He'll fly. He'll fly coast to coast, honey. He's just as bad as fucking Gloria Allred. Oh my God, that 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 lady is a piece of work too. <laughs> well, and so is Gloria Allred's daughter, Lisa Bloom. If you've seen her, I don't know who's who's Lisa Bloom. Um, Lisa Bloom, you know Gloria Allred's daughter. I mean, she's a lawyer too. Um, but I mean, but I think she um ha- had a mother who was a great teacher to her. I mean, and she's been on shows like Entertainment Tonight and Inside Edition and Access Hollywood, and you know, you know, when it came to say like the Michael Jackson case and. And, and a host of other high-profile cases that the media just loves to swoon over. I would love to know what uh, Gloria Allred's worth is. I know she's up there. But I mean, she probably doesn't have the same net worth as, like, a certain Oprah Winfrey. No. Or Judge I, Judy. Yeah, no, she's not that high. She's not that high class. But she's got she's worth some money, I guarantee you, because anytime something bad happens and – she really loves to take the uh, the cases where uh, you know females uh, get taken advantage or are alleged to have been victims of sexual abuse by stars and stuff like that. She's all over that, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I don't have any problem with that. I'm just I'm just sick and tired of her. when I when I watch her. You know, I think of I think of that one lady on the the CNN sh- uh, sh- network. Uh, God, I can't stand her either. She's a former prosecutor. Um, Nancy Grace. You know, what's her face? Nancy Nancy Grace oh, CNN I HLN. Um, I don't oh. think she's on that network anymore. I cannot stand Nancy Grace either. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm racist. Um, I just don't like white. Well, white. I, you know, Nancy Grace has got a big ego. Yeah, she does. She thinks her her uh, shit don't stink. That's for sure. What is going <laughs> hey, on? Hey, Judge Janine. Judge Janine, I like Judge Janine actually. That Janine Shapiro. Well, um, well, I think the word is is when she was down at Mar-a-Lago back at the beginning of the month, um, the same mm-hmm. the same convention that that Ray went to, um, that um, that her that I think her her staff was you know somehow get, come in, getting people's phone numbers, you know, threatening them, saying don't don't be posting pictures of Judge Janine on on your social media or or. Or we're going to take it to court. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if, if she doesn't like um, be, being photographed in public, why was Judge Janine down at Mar-a-Lago in the first place? Is what I think yeah. we would like to know. It makes you wonder. There's got to be reasons behind it, right? Mm, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll find out in the coming months, though. We'll see. So, uh, you know that uh, douchebag who ran over people during the uh, this Christmas parade oh, yes. over in Wisconsin, uh, Daryl Brooks Jr.? Well, apparently the guy, he's such an upstanding guy, a career criminal, and uh, you know, apparently he used to be, he was an up and, quote-unquote, up-and-coming rapper. I did not know this until today. Um, Honey, anyways, I never heard uh, of him. Yeah, well, you know, I mean... If you can rhyme words together and say in this and in that, and you want to have sex with this person and do drugs, then you'll be an up and coming rapper yourself, Eric. Or that WAP song, like, like, don't get us started on that. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it's you know a lot of those rap songs they're just so distasteful, you know. And don't get me wrong, I'm not this church going fellow that be like, oh my god, I can't. Well, like if um, but if you listen to country music, country music would tell you a a compelling story, and you have some country singers who could probably bring you to tears. There you go. Yeah, you, you know when they talk about their dogs dying and their failed marriages, or or Dolly Parton's coat of many colors, or or that, or their Ford uh, being broken down and them being down and out drinking whiskey. Yeah, you know, but it's okay. Yeah, Garth Brooks' friends in low places. Yeah, that's always important to have friends in low places, Eric. You know, that's <laughs> that's really important. Well, you know what? And here's the thing, though. I'm surprised that, you know, all the uh, leftists, I mean, everything's so racist. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't said that country music is racist yet, you know, because, you know, they're all white rednecks, you know. <laughs> Don't tell that to Taylor Swift. Oh, it's coming. Don't you, you think I'm joking? It, everything is going to get all blown up out of proportion. Uh, um, it's, it's sick. You know, and, and I would imagine Taylor Swift would probably write a, write a song about them trying to call country music racist. Um, you know, you, you probably probably did, did not know about this, but um, Walter Winchell, he was a, a controversial columnist back in the day. And and I think it was either, if not Steve Allen, it might have been Jack Parr who really mock, mocked him say, say about something about, you know, that Walter Winchell is probably taking notes with his crayon. <laughs> Yeah, you know, on another scathing, scathing, scathing commentary to write about somebody. And he mocked him so bad to the point that um, he basically ran Walter Winchell out of town. But, he, oh, he would even, like, crack jokes about um, Ed Sullivan just, like, spending his days cracking his knuckles. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, BP says, uh, I think uh, BP uh, went to, and did uh, some research. Apparently, um, are you... Gloria Allred is worth $20 million and uh, her daughter, uh, she's following in her, her mom's footsteps and she's currently worth 5 million. That's not too bad. She's got another 15 million to go. Yeah. You know, yeah, she'll get there though. She's, but, but you know, Gloria Allred's net worth will probably continue to grow. Yeah, that, it, that it will. And uh, Chris Unplugged but, is not me. I'm a man. Uh, I, th I think that's in reference to the country music. Is that, uh, I think I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. But, but, but you know what they say? I think with Gloria Allred, I think she's like almost like 80 years old. But, you know, you know, but but I think when she's dead, you know, they say you're worth more dead than you are living. Some people are worth more dead than alive. I, I'm actually probably worth a lot more dead than alive. But, you know, don't tell Big Sexy that. Um, but, you know, uh, that's how it goes. And she's she's done uh, some pretty good. Um, I don't know. Would you say it's a little plastic surgery over the years? I guess. I think so. I, I would have put a pastor. I mean, she's got millions. Why not? Anyways, um, so apparently, according to Fox News, uh, Mr. Brooks, the the thug who ran people over at the Christmas parade, um, apparently his past, uh, you know, his rap music is about as belligerent as his past is. Uh, apparently one of his songs says, quote, this, that fuck Donald Trump flow and whoever I hate it. He raps in one song titled X, such an upstanding guy. Uh, many of his tracks focus on violence and selling drugs. Huh? What a shock. 
a rap song that talks about violence and selling drugs? Who would have thunk that? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what 99% of rap music is? Uh, I'm just saying. Anyways, I'm surprised oh. that doesn't get nominated for a Grammy Award. Oh, well, if the left has it their way, it will. You know, he's going to be, he'll be like, uh, God, St. Saint, uh, Saint, uh, Floyd, you know. Even though he was such a big-time criminal in his past, he's, like, he's been uh, inducted into sainthood now because a uh, cop shot and killed him. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, the uh, more lyrics. I was sworn in this shit. Look at my peacoat begins the song West Side Jump Shot on his SoundCloud account. Drugs, guns, murder, that's all we know. Well, that's, that's very fitting. His song is very fitting for himself. So, yeah, I mean, if, uh, you know, if the, sh- I guess if the glove fits, you must, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, another uh, track declares, quote, they gone need a cleaner for the shit we did. All my killers can see where them bodies hid. Such great music. Doesn't it make you want to go out and buy that kind of shit? And then another one. This will, this will piss you off even more. Fuck a pig and a judge. That's how I'm a livid. He says at one point, man, we was asking for too long. Now they got to give it. And I got homies in them cells trying to fight the system. Now, my buddy, you'll be joining your little fucking homies uh, right next to them as their cellmates. So very soon. Coming soon. Anyways, that uh, kind of gives you an, uh, an idea of this guy and his background and his, I guess, his taste for music and what he, well, what he calls music. So, I don't know. Uh, uh, I I think with he- hearing d- distasteful lyrics like that, I'm just gonna have to say I'm just shaking my head in disbelief. Yeah, no, I am too. I mean, I'm at the point. I mean, I don't even think we need to see or hear much evidence. We know what happened. Just throw his fucking ass in jail and uh, let's move on in life. And uh, you know, the the poor families, especially. You know, especially during the holiday season coming up for something like this to happen. I mean, people like this have no consideration for for life. They really don't. I mean, especially when you're talking, you're you're making songs with the lyrics as those that we just you know recited. And uh, it's very, it's just very, very sad. And uh, my my heart goes out to the families. Uh, of those who were killed by this piece of crap. And uh, there's nothing uh, nothing that anybody can say or do, but uh, I'm sure there's lots of love being, uh, you know, lots of prayers being sent to the families and all that good kind of good stuff. Anywho, um, so I don't know what the, I, I, as far as the um, Ahmad Arbery trial, I'll go ahead and read. The pillow cube wasn't a sack oh of fluff. It was- we don't like talking about pillows on our, t- on our show, fuckers. Anyways, um, so the verdict is in on that. Um, Travis yeah. Michael guilty on all counts. Um, the article reads that uh, the jurors brought to Georgia on Wednesday found Travis McMichael and his father, Greg McMichael, guilty on all, nearly all counts, including felony murder, capping off an intense trial surrounding the February 2020 shooting death of Lamont Arbor. Jurors also found McMichael's neighbor, William Ryan, guilty of felony murder. Um, Travis McMichael, 35, was guilty on found guilty on all counts. Greg McMichael, who was 65, was found guilty on eight 
after they shot and killed Arbery, the 25-year-old unarmed black man while he was on a run in the neighborhood outside of Brunswick. Twelve jurors, 11 of them, 11 of whom are white and one of whom is black, reached their verdict on the 14th day of the trial. Prosecution and defense made their closing arguments on Monday when professors, including black-armed militias, appeared outside the Glen County Courthouse demanding justice for the deceased 25-year-old. On Sunday afternoon, when Arbery was killed, McMichael spotted Arbery hauling a hauling ass uh, by his house and called for his son. The pair grabbed their guns and hoped to in a truck and uh, by him. Soon joined the chase in his own pickup truck, and the McMichaels allegedly recognized Arbery, who, was, who had been spotted on surveillance video inside the neighbor's under construction home on five occasions. And uh, there's no evidence he stole anything from the neighbor's home. And obviously, but we saw in um, if there's any other stuff, the only, uh, the only charges that looked like Gregory McMichael didn't, uh, was not found guilty of was malice murder. Him and William Bryan were not found guilty on malice murder, but all three were, uh, found guilty of felony murder, uh, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. So I would say that the uh, three are probably on their way to life sentences in prison. And uh, we'll see. Let's see. No Filter Radio says, don't forget the leader of BLM is claiming this is the beginning of a revolution. Oh, my God. Let me have to. Oh, wow. Let's uh, let's see. Uh, let me look that up because I did hear that. BLM, uh, this is the start of a revolution. And and that's the that's the main problem I have. I mean, like I said, I encourage any any of you, all of you, anybody that listens to this podcast, whether it's live right now or on a downloaded version of the show, go do your due diligence. Go to the Black Lives Matter website, okay? Go look up. And I want you, if if you can find, I'd be more than happy for anybody to go to their website. Look at see what they've done for the black community in the United States the last decade or however long this organization has been around. And by all means, email me. Whatever you can find, I would love to see it. Email me at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com. I guarantee you, your email will not be long whatsoever. Less than two sentences. But I encourage you, tell me, this BLM organization is so fantastic and that does so much for the black community. You know what? All they fucking do is instigate race wars, propaganda. It has nothing to do. They could give two shits about the black community. All they want to do is rile people up, get people out in the streets, getting them to create havoc. Riot, commit arson, break into people's businesses. Come on, people, wake up. Even You even go out there and you'll find plenty of members of the black community that want nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter organization. It's all a hoax. Just like the people that are going out and worship, worshiping the whole fucking, this whole QAnon thing. That's a bunch of bullshit, too. 
All it is mm-hmm. is a money grab, folks. It's a money grab, and it's them trying to instigate race wars in this country to continue to divide all of us. And it's working quite well. It really is. But I think it's time I think they're just thriving on complacency. I think it's time. Well, they do, but they also get the compliments of the media. They get the compliments of mm-hmm. douchebag uh, congresswomen and men, you know, congressional uh, leaders uh, who basically drink the Kool-Aid and just go along with it. That way they can continue to drive the narrative that they want. Meanwhile, all of us, all of us Americans are getting screwed by the current Brandon administration. I mean, I, you know, it, it's amazing to me how, number one, let's go back about a year or so ago. Brandon, a.k.a. Joe Biden, he had uh, if I recall correctly, didn't he, Eric, didn't he say that he would never support a quote-unquote vaccine that basically came about during the Trump administration? I remember him saying something about that, and then, um, but then uh, I think when he when he won the pre- presidency last year, or 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 as some would like to basically say that when he stole the presidency last year, that um, you know you know he oh he basically reneged on that, meaning he just went back on a like campaign promises and what have you. But and, besides, and- I think these um, douchebag politicians that like to drink the Kool Aid either that. Or they or they're smoking some damn good crack, isn't that right, Whitney? And <laughs> smoking that crack, maybe the smoking yep. Joe's butt crack. Who um, before he's poops mm-hmm. his pants, and, uh, and and it's 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 amazing. And you know, crack you, is whack. That's yeah. right, Whitney. That that's right. Crack is rack, uh, whack. And uh, well, and so I want to, you know. So now, all of a sudden, obviously, Joe Biden's all about the vaccine. He wants, hell, he'll fucking tell you to get your pet turtle fucking vaccinated if he has his choice. But it's amazing to me how this year we have had more people die of COVID-19 than all of last year. This is after, what, 70% of America has been vaccinated? This yeah. is after Dr. Fraudulent Fauci, who belongs in prison, has told the American people to wear a mask at all times, maybe sometimes five masks. And now they want people to basically mask inside their homes. I mean, you might as well fucking start putting duct tape on your mouth. That's what they want. That's what they really want. They would love it to, to where you just don't fucking speak your mind and they control your lives. You know, if we continue down the road, they'll get their way. So don't, you know, you got to continue to stand up for yourself or else mm-hmm. it's all over. Um, but it's amazing to me. But, you know, let's uh, Joe doesn't want to talk about, uh, you know, COVID deaths this year. I'm sure. Because uh, isn't that right, Joe Biden? You're a lying dog face pony soldier. <laughs> Come on. I think he's the lying. I think he's the lying dog face pony soldier. I think he is too. And, you know, it's amazing that we have more COVID deaths this year than last year, even with a vaccine, quote unquote vaccine. I call it a jab, a shot. Uh, and, and also now we have, you know, the third shot, the quote unquote booster shot after two or six months, depending on what, uh, 
what your first two jabs were. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Um, I mean, you, you, I'll go back to the whole Florida thing. Utilize Florida um, uh, against every state in the country to where Florida has been probably the most open con- uh, state in the country. And they've had the least amount of issues. I mean, yeah, they do have COVID uh, you know, breakouts here and there. But nothing to the extent of, say, New York or California. Why is that? It's not because of the vaccinations uh, or shots. It's uh, it's amazing. I I, there, I don't think you know, but nobody wants to talk about that. None, none of the media members of the media do not want to question the Brandon administration about it. I mean, hell, why can't we talk about it now? Is it that bad of a uh, topic for them to discuss? Mary says that vehicle deaths rose 18% over like the last 10 years, just not, not just when people were in COVID mode. Uh, Unplugged said CNN has, still hasn't given info of Man from X Christmas Parade. Everyone else has. Chris, are you telling me that CNN's not reporting of him being a former rapper with all his fantastic lyrics and his criminal history? Uh, going back, even I guess he was a uh, he had charges uh, from the state of Nevada. Even none of it. That uh, <laughs> you know what? Um, I think if, if that I think guy, CNN is just crickets. You know what? If 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 Mr. Brooks was white, I'm just saying you would know every fucking thing about this guy. You would know if he's a conservative you would know what posts he's made on facebook and on twitter i mean cnn would fucking go on for hours and they'd probably already call him a racist <laughs> that's that's the difference in our society today uh a, a uh, you know a white guy who's out there defending himself defending his life even before going to his court trial uh, doesn't even shoot a black guy. Shoots a, uh, a few other white people, and he's automatically a racist. But, you know, any other race that shoots or kills anybody else, I mean, we stay, we stay, steer clear away from all of that. It's, it's a joke. It's called reverse racism. It's a thing. It, it's uh, it's something that society is okay with right now. No no racism whatsoever should be accepted. Anybody who's racist, I don't give a shit what color your skin is. You're a piece of shit thug. But I do want to ask a question. And I like I said, you, you all, for those of you that have listened to the show for the past year and a half, you know I don't support racism whatsoever. I don't believe in it. I believe everybody deserves to be treated with respect. Uh, I also believe that there's douchebags of every, every, every gender, every nationality, even though there's only two genders, and every race. There's douchebags everywhere in society. But my, the question that was sparked in my mind, right, everyone wants to focus on about how Kyle Rittenhouse, oh, he's just a racist. He's a white supremacist, okay? So I guess I have a, a very big question for you. 
whether you, you know, and, and I would think that most of my listeners uh, do not condone uh, racism. But let me ask you a question. Whether or not someone is racist, or maybe even if someone is a criminal, let me ask you this. Don't you believe, whether, let's, let's say Kyle is or was a, is a racist, which I'm not saying that he is, but we're utilizing this as our example. Even theoretically. Though, theoretically speaking, even if Kyle was, doesn't he still have the right to protect his own life, whether or not he's a racist? My answer is, yeah, he does, regardless if he's racist or not. He, anybody has a right to defend their life if they fear that their life is in jeopardy. So whether the news media or Joe Biden wants to continue to say how Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, he's a racist, okay, you have the right to your fucking opinion, Joe Biden. But you know what? In this great country that you're trying to fucking ruin, whether he's racist or not, has no nothing to do whether he should be able to defend himself and protect his own life. So no matter what spews out of your ass, Kyle Rittenhouse had all the right in the world to do what he did. So I was just curious about that. But what do you what do you guys think? Do you do you think that even if someone were a, a racist or whatever, don't they still have the, the right to protect their own lives? I think so. I think uh, Chris uh, agrees with that. Jess, what do you what do you say to that? Um, BP, I, I'd love to hear if, I, if I'm like kind of far out there on, on my thinking, but I just had gotten to thinking about all that. Radio. I'm thinking, what the hell does it matter if he's a racist or not? If someone's attacking him, are trying to kill him, he's got every right in uh, the world to protect himself. So, I don't know. Just uh, food for thought, I guess. Self-defense is not murder. That's right. It's not. Anyways, we're going to take our first time out. I'm going to take a swig of uh, some Cafe Oulet. But uh, before we do, you're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Wednesday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Mary says, who's judging who is and who is and is not a racist? Um, I mean, every, Mary, everybody has their opinions, and that's fine. Everybody has the right to their opinions. Um, but, you know, calling someone when you're when you have um, the authority of such as the president of the United States, uh, basically, uh, that's basically walking around dead. Uh, and, and calling him a white supremacist and, and all of that, and so is the media. Uh, I don't think that's appropriate. Um, and I think he should go after them, and I think he will, and I think he'll get extremely rich. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just not right. I mean, the one thing, whether you like <clears throat> the kid or not, excuse me, whether you agree with how the uh, the trial went, this kid's life is ruined. If as long as he's here in the United States, I mean, he's going to be having to watch his back. You know, all these BLM thugs. I mean, trust me, I'm sure there's having people to hire bodyguards. I guarantee you, there's people out there that are going to try to kill him. 
And that's just sick. Um, BP says, if you're white, you don't get to defend yourself. Well, no, BP, we just shown, uh, you know, in the Rittenhouse trial, you, everyone has, no matter what color you are. I don't care if Kyle was black, orange, purple, yellow. It doesn't matter. Or if he was a one-horn, one-eyed, one-horn, flying purple Peter, people eater from another planet. Well, I don't know about purple. If they're people eating people, I think we need to do something about that. Hey, that comes out of a, a song. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um, anyways, uh, Chris Unplugged, uh, kind of like fathers having license taken for not paying child CS makes sense. Child, I'm thinking that's child something. I don't know. Child, what do uh, fathers don't pay? Child support. There you go. I was thinking of the S. What's the S? I know it's child something. Anywho, um, aliens from another planet need to die. <laughs> I haven't seen another an alien from another planet yet, though. Mary says, I'm saying people are calling others racist when they are not, and fuck Joe and Harris uh, should have kept their mouths shut. I agree with that. And you know who else should keep their mouths shut, uh, Mary? And I'm going to bring this up. I, I had heard about it earlier uh, this afternoon. And you know how I feel about, um, you know, corporate businesses getting in, injecting themselves into politics. Well, it happened again today. And I'm trying to bring it up here. Um, oh, someone's popular tonight. So Best Buy. Generally, I love electronics. If you know me well enough, you know I love electronics store. I could stay in an electronics store for fucking eight to ten hours any day of the week. But anyways, I take issue with Best Buy. And, you know, I'm a Best Buy credit card member as well. And I might be tearing up my card. Uh, the reason you may ask is they came out and did a lot of apologizing. Uh, I, I'm going to read you an email. Or not an email, but uh, basically an article. They sent out an apology letter after the Rittenhouse trial. Yeah, you'd probably think I'm nuts, but I'm not. Anyways, uh, this is from the Post Millennial. Uh, Best Buy offers employees counseling services after the Rittenhouse verdict. You heard me right. They are giving their team members counseling services after the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. What do you mean for what? I mean, I'm sure they're just, <laughs> you know how liberals are. Come on, Chris. Uh, yeah, no. So here's the article. The uh, electronic superstore chain Best Buy sent out an email to their employees offering counseling service in response to a jury acquitting Kyle Rittenhouse last Friday on homicide charges, attempted homicide and reckless endangering in the deaths of Rosenbaum and Huber and the wounding of Grosskreutz. Uh, I'm not joking. I mean, you know how fragile snowflakes, it's that time of year where the snowflakes are going to come out. It's wintertime. But yeah, they uh, and I'm going to continue this. Best Buy was one of many companies to update their website and social media pages after the death of George Floyd. You know, uh, 
keep in mind, uh, what, what do, oh, St. Saint, Saint George, right? And after the shooting jury injury of Jacob Blake, none of the men shot by Rittenhouse were black. The email from Mark Irvin, chief inclusion talent and diversity officer, was sent to all, uh, it was the email was sent to all employee resources, uh, resource group members and read, quote, the verdict in Kyle Rittenhouse's trial stirs many emotions, and it's another difficult moment for our nation. Someone want to like talk to Mr. Irwin, fucking shake him up and like be like, dude, fucking wake up. This is a fantastic day in the justice system and shows that the American people still have the right to defend themselves. This is not, I mean, what all the fucking snowflakes out in the world are getting their panties in a pinch and crying because, Oh my God. Now, if I go out and riot, I might get shot. I mean, no, it's not right. It's not fair. Really grow the fuck up. You need, you need counseling because someone was, Proven that they were well within their rights to fucking save their own life. It's people like that, that, you know, if something happened to them, I wouldn't shed shed a tear. I know that sounds fucking horrible. I really do. But it's people like this that ruin our society. And no matter, you can go on and on and on to try to get them to understand, but they're not going to. They have blinders on. They're like a fucking horse racing at the Kentucky Derby. Anyways, the email goes on to say, while these events can be challenging and deeply hurtful, I hope you will take a moment to reflect on the values that unite us as a company and as a nation. Eric, what fucking values are those, do you think? They don't sound like American values. Take a moment to reflect on the values that unite us as a company and as a nation. So I guess your counseling services are uniting you as a company, I guess. And you guys all get your fucking panties put in a pinch. Because, God forbid, someone was found innocent and proven innocent. Anyways, he goes on to say, we can do better. (laughs) We can do better. What is that supposed to mean? I mean, what did uh, Best Buy do that they can do better? I mean, Best Buy had nothing to do with it, but he says we can do better. As each of us as individuals, allies, and human beings press together for better outcomes. Eric, what better outcome could have happened? A man was able to defend his own life. I know, and these, you know, and these people who are just so butthurt and offended. I think Buzz Lightyear has something to say about that. I'm a sad, strange little man. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. What I would love to ask Mr. Irwin over at fucking Best Buy, who's probably what was his title? Let me go up and look at his title again. His title is uh, da, 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 da. oh my god, was it? Mark, Mark Irvin is chief inclusion talent and diversity officer. That piece of shit, it's probably getting, I guarantee you he's getting paid six figures annually by being the chief inclusion 
talented diversity officer. Basically, I'm here so I, you don't get your pennies in the pinch. And if you do, I'll make sure to get you counseling because you shouldn't feel this way. So, Mark, tell me this. How? Well, what would be better outcome in this situation? That the fucking thugs that were after Rittenhouse would have gotten to him and killed him? Would you have been happy then? I mean, because after all, the prosecutor in this case says, eh, every once in a while, you know, people just need to fucking take a beating. Those were his words, not verbatim, but pretty much sums up what the prosecutor said. So I guess maybe that would have been the best outcome. I don't know. I would love to hear from Best Buy um, what the best outcome of this situation would have been. Anyways, it goes on to say, I know events like yeah, these yeah. can take a toll on mental health and emotional well-being. Please know that Best Buy is here to support you. <laughs> Keep um, maybe they went to the wrong um, you know, therapist, but I think maybe <laughs> the perfect therapist for them would be a drill sergeant. Uh, uh, I do. Maybe we should chuck on over to Mamby Pamby Land where maybe we can find some self confidence for you, you jack wagon. Oh my god, yeah, they they need something. Dude. Yeah, from the guy code commercial. But you know what? Because go ahead, the guy code commercial. I'm, I'm listening. Well, well, but that was the drill sergeant from the Geico commercial. Like, does a does a drill sergeant make a terrible therapist? I would think probably in this case, hell no. Right, <laughs> hell no, lady? Right. Oh, hell no. Yeah, there she is. But he, So here's the thing, okay? And this, you know what? Like I said, I got pissed. I, I'm all pissed off at this Irvin guy who thinks, oh, there could have been a better outcome. And, oh, well, you know, if you got, have your pennies in a pinch, we'll get you some counseling. And you know what this is, folks? It's all smoke and mirrors. Number one, Best Buy could give two shits what happened at that, at that trial. You think the owner of Best Buy or its shareholders really give a shit? No, they don't. I guarantee you they All don't. they care about is the money. Exactly. All this is is a propaganda. It is to try to show the liberals, all of those on the left, that we care. We're so sorry. And we need to get our fucking name out there because Black Friday's coming. <laughs> That's all it is. They don't care. Uh, anyways, the email did conclude, finally. By uh, it said, quote, by engaging together and supporting one another in vulnerability, empathy, courage, and grace, we can continue to strengthen our company and community to stand together as one. Aww. Isn't that so sweet? Hey, Mr. A, what is going on? We were just talking about how Best Buy is now because, you know, Rittenhouse was basically, uh, what would be the, what's the word I'm looking for, Eric? He was acquitted of all charges and all that. Uh, Best mm -hmm. Buy is now offering counseling service to all their Best Buy employees because basically there could have been a better outcome. And uh, they apologized. That's uh, the latest story. Oh, uh, the, the, a bunch of Karens and snowflakes. Um 
But I mean, should should we continue to give Best Buy business? I I don't know whether I'll shop there again anytime soon. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking. I'm really considering uh, tearing up my uh, my Best Buy credit cards. But the bad, the sad thing yeah, is, not even, don't even bother renewing it. The sad thing is, Fry's is not around anymore. So I don't know where I'd shop for my electronics. Maybe Amazon, I guess. We'll get, I'll give Bezos all my fucking money. God, I miss Circuit City, where service is state of the art. Yeah, that was a good place. I like that place. Uh, let me go back. I, I mean, I love how the they closed out the commercials. Like you had like like it looked like a, a like a red plug in, like plug the top of the building to make it glow red. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, just go back up in the comments a little bit. BP says the f- snowflakes are fall around here uh, are tougher than these snowflakes. Um, Chris Unplugged says it will never end. I gave up a long time ago to trying to figure it out. Mary says this is the corporate mentality or they are being told to do this by their major stockholders who are pushing the new world order. That could be. It could be also, I think someone uh, later Possibly. on said that this is all a distraction to the Maxwell, just Lane Maxwell case, which is uh, coming up. That should be the next blockbuster court case coming. Um so we'll see. Uh, Shells. Hey, welcome, Shells. Uh, this is, oh, Shells said it. Uh, this is a distraction from the Maxwell case. Unplug some oh, baby. too much sauce here. Ooh, too much sauce. I like, I like sauce. Uh, Barry, the CEO, is a bitch anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. All three gone may have been a better outcome. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh my goodness. I like the way you think. But do you guys think, uh, those of you here in chat, the outcome of the Rittenhouse trial, do you think that this will kind of put in these thugs' minds, you know, the ones that are, were out rioting, looting, and causing havoc last year, like uh, any case of like warning, like, hey, I better fucking not do that. I might get my ass shot next time. Chris Unplunk says no. One in the chat, if you think, or yes or no in the chat. Hasselhoff says no, because I have a follow-up question after that, because I have an idea that we're going to get a lot of no's on this. Eric, what do you think? I'm sorry, I was muted, so it's a no for me. No. Uh, Mr. A says no, they'll just be carrying guns now. You think, oh, wait a minute. Mr. A, are you saying you think that the the thugs on the streets will now just go out and carry guns? Wow. Mary says, no, it will cause strife among races, though. Okay, I, I agree with that. But the thing is, is, like, and I continue to say, this had nothing to do with race. So for those of you that said no, which is uh, pretty much everybody so far, I don't see anybody saying yes. Do you think we'll see more people going out there and protecting their own lives and their property in times such as we witnessed in the past year and a half, knowing that the court system backed up Kyle and his basically his right to defend himself. Of course, Dose would be Dose would be the only fucking person to say yes, it's gonna change them. So Dose, you think you, you think that we're gonna see less of those thugs out on the streets now because they're gonna be worried uh, that oh my god, if I go and uh, break into this guy's business he's going to shoot me i would like to think it would kind of throw uh, something out there in their minds of hey we better watch the fuck out 
Unplug says they don't want to go through what Kyle did. Mr. A says, no, silly me. Guns are illegal and thugs will be turning them in. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. Mr. A, the only way that the thugs will turn their guns in is if they're going to get fucking some heroin or something. That's, the, that's, that's probably the only way. Uh, hopefully those riots like that will not happen. I agree with you on that, Mary. That's for sure. Chris says, I'm making signs that say, warning, protected by Kyle. Oh, that's fabulous. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Dos was saying, as was actually thinking the cold weather will detour them. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, a lot of those thugs out there don't like cold weather. So that could, uh, seriously, stickers for doors. Yeah. I've seen a lot of stickers, a lot of Biden stickers at the gas pumps, though. Have you, have you guys? Uh, oh, I've looked, seen looked? those, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's got Joe Biden, and he's playing at the gas price saying, I did that. Has anybody else uh, seen those uh, in your neighborhoods? Uh, hey, next time I'm at the gas pump, I'm in, and I see it, I'm going to try to remember to take a picture of it. Yeah, if you see it in your uh, local neighborhoods with uh, you know the Joe Biden stickers and stuff like that, uh, basically him pointing at the gas pricing, uh, pr- gas price, and saying, "Look what I did." Uh, take a take a screenshot of it or take a photo of it and send it to me at slightlyseriousshow at gmail dot com. I'm going to co- start collecting them, and we'll go through. We'll we'll try to count how many we get. Um, hey, we'll even probably post on Twitter. Hell yeah, we will. Uh, Mary asked if we had seen the gangs busting into stores and clearing them out. Yeah, in California, that's a big thing. We kind of discussed that a little bit yesterday. Uh, up in Northern California, uh, up to 80 people over there, I think it was last weekend, uh, bum-drushed in Nordstrom's. And, uh, I mean, they're fucking, these people are getting very courageous nowadays. And, uh, yeah, they're going in, uh, Fucking just taking what they want and leaving. Out of the 80 people that bum-brushed the Nordstrom's, they only caught three of them. And then uh, last, I think this past Saturday or Sunday, a bunch of thugs went down to Rodeo Drive in, over in Los Angeles in Beverly Hills, and they tried to utilize a sledgehammer to break the windows to get in. But, uh, you, know, you know, Louis Vuitton makes plenty of money. They can afford to have bulletproof glass. And, uh, yeah, the thugs, they didn't have a shot at getting busting into the glass. So they're SOL. No, that, uh, that's the latest in California yeah. where, uh, you know, thugs think thugs think everything's free and, uh, they deserve access to anything and everything. Uh, Doe says, I haven't seen them, but in my defense, I have an, <laughs> I have an electric vehicle car because I'm trying to save the world. Oh, you're so sweet, Dose. He's almost starting to sound like one of them. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just I'm just going to try to be nice. It's the holiday. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so we'll just be thankful that we have Dose here <laughs> on the show. Uh, I bring a glass beaker breaker everywhere. There you go. These assholes are ruining it for the Black Friday looters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what I'm waiting for? I And I've been saying this for the last couple of years, joking around. But you know what? I'm starting to think that one of these days, it could be a day sometime soon that, you know, the liberals are going to say that uh, calling Black Friday is racist. <laughs> 
I was uh, just wait for it. It's coming. I guarantee you. Uh, Chris unplugs. I mean, what are we supposed to call Black Friday? Or they want to put Black Friday out of business? Well, see, for the people that think it's racist, obviously they're very uneducated, and Mm -hmm. uh, they're just—I don't know. you know, for for those that don't know what Black Friday is all about, because I'm sure there's a few people that don't understand it. Um, but basically, you know, it all started back when uh, businesses kind of devoted that day as the first, you know, the actual day in the year that their business started to show a profit, which means in the financial accounting world that you're in the black, not in the red. So they came up with Black Friday. So, but you know, that is yes, the uh, unofficial start to the Christmas holiday season. <laughs> that, that it is. That's uh, well, you know, depends. I mean, I, I I've already seen Christmas trees and stuff like that everywhere, Eric. Oh yeah. Um, Reparation Friday would be more culturally sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and um, I, I thought about this um, Green Friday, but don't don't get us started on AOC and her Green New Deal. Oh my God! Why do you got to ruin the show and bring her damn name up? I think we need to start an OnlyFans page for AOC. That's what I think. Yeah, or or I'm surprised you know Playboy hasn't given her an offer to to, to pose nude for their magazine. But I wouldn't buy it, would you? I, I, I wouldn't either. But I know Dose would. I mean, if, if AOC had an, a, an OnlyFans account, he would be her first subscriber. I guarantee it. What's the page I use now? Um, even Jester said he would he would get that copy. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. See, I told you, those would be like, fuck, yeah, I would subscribe. I think I think she would. I think she would make a boat. <laughs> Mr. A2. Yeah, I, she's she is sexy. I, I'll be the first to admit. I mean, she's fucking dumb as rocks. But she does have good physical features. So, and and you probably have people who probably think, and so yes, she she must need to get laid, or or she hasn't gotten laid in a long time. I don't know. I mean, someone needs to feed her the D to keep her fucking mouth shut. That's what needs to happen. Dose. I mean, come on, dude, take one for the team, will you? <laughs> Dose said that he would tell her to spread those lips so wide. Looks like the bat signal. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! Well, uh, we're talking about AOC. That someone needs to feed her the D, so we don't have to hear her talk anymore. <laughs> and, and hey, whoever, whoever, whoever is lucky enough to do it, um, hopefully they got balls of steel for it. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, either that, or we can go find Mister Brown. Where the hell is he at? I know. No, we well, I don't know. I don't think anybody would want uh, to do that with uh, Brandon there, Chris. I mean, he 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 can barely talk in a uh, coherent, you know, coherently, anyways. So I I don't know. Someone just needs I don't know. He'll take care of himself. I think one of these days soon. Ah, anyways, I think we need to take another break. Uh, you're listening to the Slightly Serious Show, the uh, pre-Thanksgiving show. I hope everyone's excited to have a day off and spend some time with uh, fan, uh, friends, family, and loved ones. We're going to take a short time out. We'll be right back. 
Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. Oh, all right. So we'll probably take the day off tomorrow. But we might right. do a, an impromptu show. No promises. You never know. But I do hope that uh, you're able to uh, spend some time with the uh, family. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, traditionally speaking, in uh, you know, in the sports world, we usually, uh, you know, usually there's football and basketball. I don't usually pay attention to basketball, but uh, tomorrow, generally, the uh, Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys play, and uh, I do see that they are playing, uh, and. Looks like the Dallas Cowboys are going to uh, host the Las Vegas Raiders uh, Thursday afternoon at 1.30. That would be Pacific time. And uh, the winless Detroit Lions, uh, they play the uh, Chicago Dub Bears, who uh, only won three games. What, ha- what happened to the Bears? Unbelievable. I mean, at least they could do something worthwhile so their city has something positive. But, uh, no, those are your uh, NFL games tomorrow if you're a football fanatic and, uh, and all that. I would like to kind of open it up. If anybody wants to like to call in, if you'd uh, like to either that or, you know, in chat, you can share what you're thankful for this year. Uh, I think it's always important to be thankful. And, uh, you know, tomorrow's a fantastic day to do that. Um, you know, for me personally, I'm thankful that, uh, I actually have people that, uh, you know, come in here on a consistent basis and listen to me talk and rant my ass off on a nightly basis. So I am very thankful for all of you guys. I do appreciate it. Uh, producer Eric and, uh, you know, Pert joining me and all that helps out tremendously. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride so far and, uh, I really enjoy it. I'm very thankful for big sexy and, having the support of everybody and getting through what we got to get through in our new venture into Las Vegas coming up at the end of the week. And, uh, there's a lot yeah. to be thankful for. I know, you know, you, every day we bitch, we come on to this show, we bitch, we complain. And we do that be- not because we want to, we do it because we want better for our society, better for our communities. But there's still, you know, aside from that, even all the bad that goes on in the world, and even here in our country, with an incoherent president and everything else, we still have a lot to be thankful for. We're we're not at the point of other countries, thank God. Not yet. And uh, you know, every each and every day, you, you wake up, get to have that cup of coffee, and all that. I mean, that in itself is pretty. But anyways, uh, you're more than welcome to call in. Uh, I've opened, uh, I think uh, the call-ins are open if you'd like to call in. Or you can, um, like I said, you can put it in chat. Uh, Mary says that uh, we are thankful for you guys too. Uh, Chris Unplugged says that he's thankful for bullets, turkeys, and flat screen TVs. There you go. I agree. Uh, I could live without the turkeys if I had to. Uh, the bullets and the flat screen TVs, I'm thankful for, for sure. Doe says uh, he's thankful that you gave uh, that we, we gave Pertwee the boot. 
<laughs> and my response to him for that to, to dose be careful what you wish for dose if we if we had to give Pertwee the boot you'd have to come on and take his place every night i don't think you could handle that i don't think you could fill those shoes dude anyways mary says i'm thankful thankful the little baby going to make it to his birth on december 14th that's right mary that's something that's a fantastic thing to be thankful. His, her grandson's being born on the 14th. That's, that's, that's exciting. Maybe, uh, gosh, too bad it wasn't like, you know, 12 days earlier, Mary. He could have the same birthday as me. But, you know, we go. I wish, uh, I wish everything goes well and uh, for a nice, pleasant day on the 14th. That'll be awesome. I bet you're excited and can't wait. And the best part about being a grandmother, I'm not sure if you're a grandmother yet, Mary, or not. But you get to spoil them, and then you get to send them home so you don't have to deal with the bad side. <laughs> what is going on, dude, Sean? Uh, just going over, uh, thank, you know, as you know, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, kind of going over uh, what you're thankful for. Um, we had a couple people saying that they're thankful for bullets, flat-screen TVs, and turkeys. Uh, we had Mary. She says she's grateful for the uh, little baby that's going to be making his birth coming up on the 14th, her grandson. And uh, so if you'd like to call in, you're more welcome to. Uh, Eric, anything uh, you're particularly thankful for? Well, I'm, you know, I'm th th thankful that, you know, you know, for, for like over the last year and a half, like have, having this relationship with, with a great group of friends, you know, granted I've not had the privilege of, you know, meet, meeting slightly and perfectly in person. Same can be said about John DeVito and the old man, Dina Joe and Grammy and, and Ralph and, and you know, Mike and Jeremy and um, Lady Me and a few few other friends. Um, and I'm I'm confident we will have the privilege of meeting one day. And then, you know, and I'm certainly grateful that um, you know I've gotten really comfortable in this producer role. You know, helping shows like this and and others grow and and in hopefully inspiring people to realize their full potential. And you know, and the great group of guests that we've had on that. And then some that are still a work in progress, and and I know we will continue that well into the new year. That we will, and uh, you know, we're looking forward to making the move and getting things um, set back up. And <sighs> this past month, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, just generally speaking, without having to pack up and move, it's very, it's very stressful. A lot of things going on and stuff like that. But this. This uh, this past month has been very very hard on all of us here, at uh, you know at the studios and, and uh, Big Sexy and I and all that. Um, right. Real Patriots voice says uh, very thankful for the Podbean family. There you go. I agree with that. Well, and um, and I know like probably with you know with the the new year being a little over a month away. I mean. You know, sure, we've had our ups and downs here, here like through, through the year 2021. I know that earlier in the year, I know you and Big Sexy had, had lost like a, you know, a very, very dear friend to y'all who was like a father figure to y'all, who y'all, y'all really thought of as family. But, you know, and Big Sexy, you know, you know, he was kind of a father to him because in, in a way it's because I know Big Sexy's father died when he was young and, and his mom's been gone for like four years now. Yeah, and then I know Jeremy lost his grandfather, and his wife lost her grandmother, and you know, and you know, like 
you know, and I know that, you know, we've had, had plenty of people like lose loved ones and friends, but, but we can at least take comfort in knowing that they're in a better place now. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's always tough when you lose somebody. Uh, we, the past year has been rough and, uh, you know, one of the things that is very tough on me, for example, leaving, I mean, I've, I've lived in San Diego my entire life and, uh, mm-hmm. my family is here, uh, and, you know, I, I still, at the age of, uh, I'll be 44 coming up, uh, I still Next have both, both of my grandmothers still alive. And um, honestly, that that is the hardest thing, uh, knowing that I'm moving away from uh, both of them. And because, like you said, you never know when you're going to lose somebody. But uh, definitely thankful that I still have those two wonderful people in my life. And... Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, we ha- we all live life. Things happen. Uh, we go through good times. We go through bad times. And it's it's one of those things, especially during the holiday season, that, mm-hmm. you know, you look back over the year, and you know, you, you you know, if you're able to have an opportunity to visit with your family and and all of that, you kind of think to yourself, well, it was great to see them. And it's one of those things to where, you know, sometimes you feel like it's like, well, I have an opportunity to see them whenever the hell I want. Why is it I'm only seeing them during the holidays? And, uh, you know, it's a good time to really, I think it's a, the holidays is a good time to really spend time and reflect on what you're doing with your life. Uh, it's good. It's, I think it's, that's what I utilize it for. Kind of uh, check check in with reality, and you know, it's a good time uh, to you know do some self realization, some self analysis, and stuff like that. And uh, you know, the one thing you have, no matter what, through your entire life, is your family. And uh, you know, friends come and go, uh, partners may come and go, boyfriends, girlfriends come and go, but you always have your family. And uh, so I'm I'm well, hopeful. No- that everybody is able to spend that type of time and quality time with the, their, their loved ones. Well, and I know an example of a, of friendships that have like come and go, gone. Like I know that, you know, we, we had had to like confidence, like in a, in a former podcast show turned radio network, um, you know, like going places. But when we started learning like surprising revelations about them, I know back in February, we had a fallen out with them. To, to the point that they just basically threw us under the bus. And, but I know you and me and Jeremy and, and other Podbean friends weren't just gonna, gonna feel sorry for ourselves. We basically just picked up the pieces and moved on. Yes, well, and that's what you got to do in life. Not everything is going to work out the way you intend it to work out, but it's all about what you do after the fact. I mean, you can, exactly. sit there, you can sit there and cry about it and fucking weep and, oh, I can't believe this happened, or you just move on in life. You pick up the pieces and move on. Life is what you make it. Because when, when one door closes, another door opens. And the biggest, the biggest thing that I'll share with, with people as far as what I've encountered is it's not failures. Everybody looks at failure in such a negative way. Failures are fantastic to have. The reason why I say that is because if you don't fail, you're not trying. And if you 
in order for you to become successful, you need to learn from those failures, pick up the pieces and move forward. A lot of people in, in today's society, I mean, look around, look around in your communities and, uh, you know, look at all the people that are looking for handouts and want everything for free. That's, those are people who are not able to pick up a, a single piece. And, uh, you know, like I said, never be, never be afraid to fail. Because if you haven't failed in your life, you haven't tried. So just, uh, yeah, fail in moderation. Don't fail all the time. <laughs> but anyways, just a, a few words from Slightly about that. Um, anywho, um, let's see. Um, you think we can get Jess Duck to call in? Hey, Jess. Maybe Shells. I'd love to talk to Shells. Are you able to call in Shells? Shells is going to be my new neighbor here coming soon. She she lives in uh, Las Vegas somewhere. I don't know where. It doesn't matter where. But uh, she says where I'm moving to is going to be nice, so that's good to know. You know, and, and like when it comes to like failure and regrets, I think even legendary actress Della Reese says it best. Oh, of course. Of course. But I appreciate the regrets because I learned. You see, from each thing that you learn, failure can be a wonderful thing because you learn never to do it that way again. You see, you so by failing, if you're paying attention and you'll be honest with yourself, failing can elevate you to a better understanding. So, yes, I, there are a lot of things I could have done a different way. But in the end, I like me and all of those things that I went through whether I handled them well or not, made me the human being I am right now. And I like me right now, so it, it's all right. And, and she really spoke some truth right there. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. I uh, want to welcome Shells to the show. What is going on, Shells? Welcome, Shells. Um, it looks like Shells is muted now. She's Give me here. one second. I'm trying to get outside. Oh, it, it might be cold outside. <laughs> Hopefully she's bundled up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I started seeing that, uh, you know, let's let's take a look really quickly. Uh, Mary asked if I got the right house. And uh, like I, uh, I I said a couple days on the sh uh, a day or two ago, there was a house that we Big Sexy and I were after. Um, we told our realtor we wanted it. And uh, this was last Friday. And two hours after the show ended on Friday, we got a text message saying that uh, the house we told him to go out and buy was sold but we selected another one uh that is northwest over in las vegas and uh so we're very excited about that um and i know shells uh she was saying oh give me one second okay uh let's see she was uh, saying that uh, North Las Vegas is a, a fantastic community. Uh, Sky Hills, more importantly. And uh, I was seeing, uh, seeing what she knows about the area. Because, I mean, I visit Las Vegas. But when I go, I normally stay on the strip and I play poker and, you know, take people's money. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping uh, she has a little bit more insight uh, what's going on in that area. But apparently she's having uh, difficulties getting outside. Okay. Here she is. There you are. What is going on tonight, Shells? Mm, 
not much. Just trying to get these kids settled down. Oh, yes. Uh, it's uh, that time of night where it might be difficult to get kids to settle down. So what is it? It's like 55, 56 degrees out there right now, right? A little chilly? Um, I think where I am, it's like 49. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, it's like in the mid, mid upper 51. 50. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's like 56 here. So you're saying the Sky Hills is a is a nice uh, area out there. Is that what you're saying? Yes, they're going to be, not only are they building houses, like the one that they're building for you, they're going to be building um, more shops, gas stations, and they're supposed to be building a casino close to there too. Oh, really? Do you know what, what uh, who's building the casino? Is it a Stations Casino or? Yes. What did I guess? Station Casinos is like a big, uh, big time uh, locals uh, casino out there. So, that's... Uh, yeah, so well, I'm excited about that. I'm hoping they have a uh, a lot of uh, shopping out there. I know, yes, I know they do. development and stuff like that, but like Big Sexy, he likes going shopping for like Le Creuset. Are you familiar with what Le Creuset is? No. Okay. Well, they're they're like overpriced pots and pans. Give me uh, speaking. Oh, of- that would probably be like Home Goods out here, or oh, what's that other one? Bed Bath and Beyond, or yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. That's uh, that's a fun place. I like going there. That's uh, we have Home Goods and Hobby Lobby. Ooh, Hobby Lobby. Where's the nearest place to go snow skiing, Shells? Mount Charleston. Oh, they're skiing up there. How far is that from Sky Hills? Would you say like forty-five minutes? Maybe less, actually. Oh, I like that. Very cool. Dude, shop says uh, it's over my car. It feels colder, colder than shit. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, Sean, uh, shit is not cold. Usually, usually warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, what do you do out there in in uh, in the fabulous city for fun? Do you go out? I mean, you have kids, so you probably don't have a lot of spare time. I have five kids, so <laughs> kids. Oh my god! You almost have a baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do? I think Tron 14. Cat's got you beat by one and Tuttle's by two. Yeah. <laughs> my oldest is 14 and my youngest will be five on December 1st. That's great. That's fantastic. So you and the kids, uh, gosh, what do you guys do for fun? Usually we just take them right down the street to this park. It's got a bunch of stuff they can do aside from a playground. There's a workout center. There's a wall climbing uh, thing that they can climb. Very fun. That's cool. I know like over in the uh, west side of uh, of Las Vegas, uh, there's a a community called Cadence. And uh, it looks very nice out there. Have you been over there? What was it called? Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. It, uh, the community is called Cadence. Uh, they have their own, like, town. They have, like, a We're excited. We'll be out there uh, coming. Uh, hell, we'll be out there Monday. So, but, uh, you know, for those of you that tune into the show, just be aware that we will be on a hiatus for a little while just to kind of adjust and set things back up and all that. 
uh, did just release about 20 episodes of from the past couple of, you know, three, four weeks that uh, you'll be able to uh, get your hands on and, uh, you know, fill in the void of us not being live. And uh, just go enjoy that while you can. And uh, when Shells comes back, uh, we'll ask her to see what uh, what uh, her favorite part of Thanksgiving is, uh, what food she likes the most. And uh, I don't know. She, five kids, that's a lot. I don't know if I could handle five kids, Eric. Would you be able to? Um, um, I don't think I would. My, my brother, Tolly, he's got three girls. My brother, Chuck, he's got one boy. Um, but, but, you know, Tron Cad, he's got six kids. Tuttles has got seven. <sighs> that's a lot of John DeVito's got four. That's Alcohol lot. is my friend. That's all I will say. <laughs> <laughs> so is it safe to say that you'll be having some cocktails tomorrow evening? Oh, absolutely. Oh yes. That's the best part of the holiday, right? Is there any specific food that you like eating on Thanksgiving besides turkey? The green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. The green bean casserole for the win, folks. That's the We one. make uh, two different kinds. We make the regular mushroom one, and then we substitute the mushroom soup with the cheddar cheese soup and make it that way. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Eric was telling me, uh, reminding me about that. Uh, yeah, especially for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then, um, I, I think, like, me like if I were to cook turkey, I wouldn't wouldn't stuff it with stuffing. I would do, do like my my grandmother had always done for years, which is like cornbread dressing using like stock from like the turkey and maybe even stock from ham too to make, make it really taste good. Yeah. My grandma used to do that. Yeah, that's... Um, and and I think my grandmother could could cook like Paula Deen too, like because butter makes the world taste good. Yes. <laughs> Are you telling me you're not a margarine person, Eric? <laughs> well, I think margarine and butter are the same. <laughs> are they not? I don't know. I, I, I guess. Duchon plus lasagna. Yeah, I agree, Duchon. I had two more slices of lasagna tonight. Oh, my God. So good. We still have another whole pan full, so we'll probably. Hey, have- you're not saving none for Garfield the cat. No, no. We, we don't like Garfield. Well, I like Garfield up until the time I was uh, you know, I'm now allergic to cats, so. The hell with the hell. Um, hey, if Garfield uh, trespassed onto Spanky and Scooter's territory, you know they'd probably pull out the gun on that one if you listen to them. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Shells. Huh. Yep. <laughs> oh, Where are those guys? They they uh, they're supposed to start doing. Uh, you know, we're trying to get them to come on and do a, a bit uh, once a week with us. Uh, maybe when we come back in the new year and stuff like that, we'll get that all right. Up. But. Uh, well, I uh, who knows, Shells? Maybe we'll we'll have you live in studio on one of our shows when we get our asses out there. That would be fun. That I don't would know, be fun. I don't know what we do with the kids. Uh, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't, I I'll leave him home with him. He can handle them. Oh, there. Hi, <laughs> Lady Me has a house full of kids. Remember? Yeah, send them over to Lady Me's house. You know, ship them off to Los Angeles, and uh, my God, talk about. Whew. She's got some. <laughs> she's got some loud ones. That's for sure. But uh, no, definitely. If you're if you're up for something like that, that would be fantastic. That would be fun. Uh, and one of these days, since we'll be living in Las Vegas, we'll try to get a whole podcast thing going. Try to get one of these damn hotels to host like a podcast convention or something where people can do their shows live on the casino floor. Right. That would be fun. 
So that uh, that's something I'm working towards. Uh, I've been working I've been working on that for like a year, but I haven't gotten any any traction yet. But we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, I don't think the scamdemic helped with that. <laughs> right? Exactly. Nope. Damn pandemic. Damn China China virus. Mm-hmm. I think the only upside is is had the pandemic not happened, we, we many of us you know, came here because of that to Podbean and, and discovered podcasting. And I think a lot of people found with podcasts, you know, finding good, like, uh, unbiased, unfiltered news and conversation that you're not going to find in traditional mainstream media. I would have to second that. Yeah. But but then they would probably, but, but then, like, the Don Lemons and the Joy Reeds and Anderson Coopers would would probably want to do the Donald Trump quote, quote like fake news, which I think they're the ones who are fake news, and I think Donald Trump might right call them out on that. But I digress. <laughs> you still there, slightly? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Uh, give me one second. I uh, we have a visitor coming to pick up and buy some stuff. I said Bridget. Anyways, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap things up at uh, about that time. We'll be back tomorrow at six thirty. Uh, no, actually, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We might do a pop out, uh, pop in, uh, impromptu show. That's what it's called. Uh, but we'll be back here on Friday night. I appreciate you calling in, Shells, and uh, look forward to being your neighbor soon. Same here. Thanks for letting me call in. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good night yeah, out there. I'm glad you could join us. You too. And everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Shells. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right, Producer Eric, any, uh, any final thoughts tonight? Well, this has certainly been a great, another great show yet again. And we certainly you know, appreciate it. But I know that We'll be on lookout for you if, if you decide to do a pop-up show sometime tomorrow. And, um, of course, we know the old man is on hiatus till Monday, but he might surprise us with a music show Friday night after we wrap up. Sounds and um, But, I, I, oh, and Robert just arrived. Thank goodness. Um, better late than never. That's right. Good to see you, Robert. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving tomorrow, Robert, and uh, to everybody else. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your friends, family, and loved ones. We'll be back for sure Friday night, probably for our last show for a little while. But uh, Uh I appreciate you guys joining us live tonight. We'll see you back then on Friday. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night. God bless. And God bless America. Be here Friday, Robert. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.
Thanksgiving once again, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow, Friday.